You see already the conflict? Okay. Has God failed on his promises? And then he gives a condition. So God has a plan, and with that plan, he gives his terms and conditions. For scriptures say, This means And years later, when this son Isaac was grown up and married, and Rebekah his wife was about to bear him twin children, God told her that Esau, the child born first, would be a servant to Jacob, his twin brother. In the words of scripture, I chose to bless Jacob, but not Esau. And God said this before the children were even born, before they had done anything either good or bad. Do you see what God is doing here? He has made the decision whom to bless and whom not to bless even before the children were born. That's our God. And I'd like us to start knowing what kind of God we have because the more we know about this God, the more life-changing this will be. Our God determines beforehand whom he will bless and whom he will not bless. And then, this proves that God was doing what he had decided from the beginning. It was not because of what the children did, but because of what God wanted and chose. Was God being unfair? Of course not. For God has said to Moses, if I want to be kind to someone, I will. And I will take pity on anyone that I want to. Whoa, you see that? <laughs> and so God's blessings are not given just because someone decides to have them or works hard to get them. They're given because God takes pity on those he wants to. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, was an example of this fact. For God told him he had given him the kingdom of Egypt for the very purpose of displaying the awesome power of God against him. Wow. So that all the world would hear about God's glorious name. So you see, God is kind to some just because he wants to be, and he makes some refuse to listen. Did you see that? He makes some refuse to listen. Hmm. God makes some people disobey? This is a hard topic, okay? This is a hard topic. Mm -hmm. Verse 19. Well then, why does God blame them for not listening? Haven't they done what he had made them do? No, don't say that. Who are you to criticize God? Should the thing made say to the one who made it, Why have you made me like this? When a man makes a jar out of clay, to use the same lump of clay to make one jar beautiful, to be used for holding flowers and another to throw garbage into? Hmm. Those he has been patient for all this time. Verse 23, 24. And he has a right to take others such as ourselves who have been made for pouring the riches of his glory into whether we are Jews or Gentiles and to be kind to us so that everyone can see how very great his glory is. Let's pray because this is hard. <laughs> Let's pray. God, we just come to you this morning and we just want to thank you that you are our God. And there's so many things, Lord, that we cannot possibly understand about you. But nonetheless, Lord, you state it. You declare it for our good. And this morning, I pray, Father, that you will make us understand this very difficult topic, that you are an almighty God who ordains and predetermines things, all of things, 
And you are a God who is in total control of everything. We may not like that, Lord, altogether. Lord, make us see. Speak to us, Lord, and change us forever. Lord, we commit to you this time. And I pray that your Holy Spirit will be the one to teach us. I pray that you take over, Lord, what I have to say. If it's not right, take it out. Replace it with what will really be right in your sight and glorifying to your name. At the same time, Lord, we lift up to you the other CCFLA members who are not here, who are in Lake Isabella, as I know. And I pray, Lord, that you take care of them, grant them a good time, allow them to have fellowship together, and allow them to show love for one another. I pray for Pastor in song even now, that he, as he, he prepares a message even share the gospel to the people there, Lord. I know it's a gathering of Filipino-Americans, and I know there are about 300 or 400 of them there. And I pray, Lord, that uh, you will just anoint our brother, Pastor Insong, so that as he preaches and shares the gospel, Lord, many people will know you and your son, Jesus Christ. Father, make it truly a wonderful time for them, as well as a harvest, a harvest for your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, um, like I said, this is hard, very hard topic, but I pray that it will really become clear to you because as hard as it is, it can be a game changer. The more you know about this attribute of God, the more you will break through in your Christian life. I will repeat that. The more you understand this topic about God being in complete control and sovereign, and he predetermines everything, big and small, the moment you understand this, it can break through. You can break through in your Christian life. For so long as you struggle with this and reject this, I submit to you the opposite. You will just run around in circles and you will never understand God and God's purpose for you. And in fact, if you understand this attribute of God, you will see, as the verse says, very, very clearly how great the glory of God is. The glory of God. The glory of God. We just... We've just been singing. And every song, I don't know, I, I, I have not talked to Sarah. And all of the songs were all about God Almighty, the glory of God. And it just keeps going there. What do you think when you see the word glory of God? What comes into your mind? Glory of God. The dictionary says, great splendor. Magnificence prosperity that's the glory of God and that's what the dictionary says and you know what I'd like to share with you something and this is this is something that you need to know glory is God's utmost and ultimate desire D did you hear that if there's one thing that God wants it's glory. He wants the glory for himself. And the entire Bible, the story of the entire Bible, is about God getting the glory. For what? For picking a handful of people from the universe of mankind and choose to bless those people and bring them to his kingdom. So that those very same people would recognize who he is and give glory to him. That's us, by the way. And we are his glory. God is so preoccupied about his glory. He does what he does for his glory. In other words, if it will not result in his glory, 
Forget it. God will not bother. That's why we will talk about an attribute of God today that will really point to how glorious He is. He is God for this end, for His glory, for His magnificence, for His, for his splendor, for His power. In fact, in Revelations chapter 4, verse 10 to 11, when everything ends, this is a picture where God is God now. He's seated on the throne, and all of the same people are there in front of him. And what are the people saying? Worthy are you, our Lord, our God, to receive what? Glory. At the end of the world, when everything is done, what will happen is this. The people will say, Lord, you are glorious. That's all what God wants. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. You know, maybe this picture will not do justice to the real galaxy. You know, how many of you have, 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 have lied down and took a look at the sky on a clear sky and you've seen all of the stars? Maybe some of you have done that and you know, there's only one thing that you can conclude. There is a God. That God is glorious. In fact, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. Folks, God ordained. God created or God ordained his creation to declare how great and how almighty and glorious God is. What about humankind? Humankind. All of us. Right? What, what did God do? Also, God ordained humanity believe it or not, to declare how great, almighty, and glorious He is. Of course, not everyone can do that. Only those whom He selects and whom He chooses to become part of His people. But for those who created and those He chooses, He ordained to show His glory. In fact, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, you're familiar with this pastor in song. Shared this last week, I think. Whether then you as Christians eat or drink, whatever you do, what? Do all for the glory of God. You know, God desires glory. That's all he wants and that's all he is after. And my God, he's going to get it, whether you like it or not. The sooner we know this, the more we see where we are in the scheme of things. So it's like this. All creation declare the glory of God. All creation declare the glory of God. What is, what is the glory of God? To me, I, I kind of summarize it this way. You know, glory of God. All creation will declare this. It is the wow, okay, look at me. It is the wow people say when they see the splendor, the magnificence of God's creation. You know, if you look at the stars, if you look at, if you look at everything around you that's God created, you will say, wow, there must be a great God. And there is a great God indeed who is almighty and who is glorious. You know, every time my buddies and I are in the golf course, we see how beautiful it is, right, Alvin? But Albin sometimes doesn't see how glorious God is. All he sees is to beat us, okay? <laughs> God is glorious. Now, my point is this. Like the rest of creation, like the rest of creation, can we declare or we can declare the glory of God, right? Parang mahina yata, okay? Like the rest of creation. We are creation. All creation declare the glory of God. Right? Amen. Right? And it's supposed to be the wow that people say when people see creation. Right? Right. And if we are like the rest of creation, what are we supposed to do? We can declare the glory of God too. Right? The glory of God is the wow remark people say when they see us. Hmm. 
when they see Butch, will they say, wow? Or will they say, bakit ganyan? When they see Edwin, oh, what is, what are, Edwin is not here, okay. George not here. They're all in the camp, okay? Uh, can people see us, can people see in us great things to say wow and to conclude that there is a great and an almighty God? You should have the answer. CCFLA, it's showtime. Okay? It's showtime. We can declare the glory of God in the way we live from now on. But you have to understand one confusing, controversial topic, which is God. Unless you understand that, believe me, you and I will always fail to declare the glory of God. Is it nice to stand out when people are around you and say, Sis, you're different. You're standing out. You know, you and Benny are really different. There must be a God because they see how you behave. Is it possible to stand out like that? You might say, yeah, I think it's possible. And we can do it, people, right? Yes. <laughs> we can do it, people, right? Yes. Not, not so convincing. It's okay. You know why? Because we usually and normally don't do it. We want to, but we struggle for some reason or another. For some of us, we've probably attained it, and it's so easy for us to show the glory of God. For But many of us, we would like to discover how to really show the glory of God in our lives. What is missing? What is the missing link? That since we are part of creation, Nate, we're supposed to show the glory of God. That's what God expects of us. But how come we're not consistent? How come we're not even as, 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 as vibrant and as convinced to say, yeah, my life shows the glory of God. You know, every time people look at me, they see that there is a glorious almighty God. And I will want to know that God that this, God, this person has. I know that there is a great God. You know, what's the missing link? You know what the missing link is? I'll share with you, but first, let's learn from the rest of creation, right? I, Sophia doesn't like creation. He's allergic to the grass, you said, right? You're allergic to the flowers, too? Oh, yeah, okay. So you just, you're exempted, okay? But the rest of you, I would like you to learn from the rest of creation, okay? The rest of creation declare the glory of God. The question is this, what do the rest of creation do such that they declare the glory of God invariably? We can learn from creation, trust me. If you take a look at the stars, you say, wow, God is there, right? And every time you look at the stars, you always say, wow, God is there. Have you ever looked at the star and say, Nick? No. The, the reply that you elicit is always consistent. What is it about creation that do what, the, what they do such that they declare the glory of God invariably without fail? You know what? They just reflect what God does with them. God created them for a reason. And they just do what God created them to do. Okay? There's no resistance. Do you, do you see a star rebelling? Do you see a tree walking out of the place God planted him? They become glorious because they just do what God made them for. They're living out the very purpose for which God created them. Amen? Mm. They do not resist God. They let God be God. I've shared this with some of you, and you know, and I, I was trying to get reaction from those that I shared this with. They were as confused as I am, but I will, I, I'm just gonna do it just the same, okay? This creation let God be God. 
for God to do as He pleases and what He planned with them. So, this morning, I would like us to let God be God. Let God be God. Creation does that. Thus, the glory of God is seen in them. Ooh, we can learn something from creation. Look at the stars. Ooh. Imagine this is the Milky Way. It's just one of the billions of galaxies that God created. I don't know with you, but if there's a way that we can see the entire galaxy, I don't know, Alex, you'd probably say, man, I'm so small, I better do what God is telling me to do. Creation declares the glory of God. And we are creation. What are we missing? Hmm. You see how beautiful this nature is? I mean, uh, what, what do you say when you see this? Wow! Right? There must be a creation. How many of you have been to the Grand Canyon and fell off the cliff? Hmm? Right? And as you are falling off the cliff, you'd say, wow, ang ganda nito. Then, boom, you die. Okay? Even before death, you would say, you would declare the glory of God. Amazing. What are we learning from nature? They speak of the glory of God. My daughter just came from this place in Sequoia. Kapatid ni si ate. Okay? And he, she was telling me, oh, what a place. Let's go there, pops. You know, let's plan it way ahead. And I said, where are we going to stay? Tents, forget it. Okay. If I loved tents, I would be there in Isabella today. Because actually, Pastor Insong said, Pastor Dan, would you like to go? I said, no way. <laughs> see, look at that. When you see that, look at how big these trees are. And God planted them there for a reason, for you to say what? Wow, there is a God. How can this have been just planted and be there? There is a God. And I, I want you to know, begin to know this God. And this God is no small God. And this God has a plan. And this God has terms and conditions that you need to know. Then, look at this lotus. It's, it's just so wonderful and it blooms into a wonderful flower. Right? What do they do, guys? Very simple. They let God be God. They never resist. Every morning, they do what they do. They let God be God. Does that tell you already what's the missing thing? Folks, the reason why we don't declare the glory of God is we don't let God be God. Many times, we are God. <laughs> Especially if we don't like the things happening around us, we take over and say, God has resigned. I'll take over. Guys, God never resigns. God is always there. God is always in control. God has a plan, and he will make sure that plan is going to happen. And our role is just to let God be God. The sun, the moon, they just, what? They just rise every morning. They set and they rise. The moon comes up, the sun sets every day like clockwork, right? Can you imagine if the sun says, I am God, I'm not going to rise tomorrow. What do you think will happen to this world? Huh? We will not play golf anymore. It's always night. The seasons will not be seasons anymore, right? There will not be any winter, summer, or fall. The whole thing is going to go into chaos because the sun decided not to be the sun. And he said, today, I'm going to be God, and I'm not going to let God be God. Do you see the trouble of all of these things? But no, nature doesn't do that. They just declare the glory of God because they let God be God. They let God be God, period. So, God ordained 
and predetermined or predestined all of them all of nature that includes you and me by the way I will repeat that includes you and me by the way Adrian are you listening okay. I'd like Adrian to listen because if you have questions you ask him about this difficult topic God ordained and predetermined all nature to be so so that they can let God be God and we are part of creation and how we resist and how we scream and kick and don't let God be God many times or sometimes as a result we don't declare the glory of God Ooh, so CCFLA do you see yourselves there some the people who are in Lake Isabella I removed I did not place here okay <laughs> because they're not spiritual they'd rather go camping and go fishing whereas you here are people who are spiritual and you're looking for the glory of God joke please don't say that okay <laughs> joke 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 okay CCFLA the rest of creation like the rest of creation we can let be God we can let God be God right say amen to that amen. we can we can and there's one thing that we need to know to be able to do that but why can we not so easily let God be God to declare the glory of God in our lives my daughter is thinking what are we missing how come nature let God be God and we don't let God be God you know what <laughs> we are creatures of control <laughs> we are creatures of control right we want full control of our lives yesterday I was talking to a lady who said that she wants control of her life and she is really controlling and she feels good about that huh okay now I hope that lady understands okay what she is missing reason why we don't let God be God is because we are creatures of control we are by nature selfish and proud enslaved by our sin you know look at the look at what the bible says about sin <laughs> I, i'm beginning to say grab is a god god is so consistent romans 6 23 for all have sinned and what fall short of the glory of god oh yun pala yun. okay you know we are sinners and we don't declare the glory of god because of our sinfulness and our sinfulness is all about us being controlling Right, Tess? Yes. That Tess is no longer as controlling. You know, in CCF, there are so many women who are controlling. Right? Amen. Oh, the, the, oh! And that's why the men are probably, uh, never mind, okay. Amen. Guys, we need to understand that God is the one in control of everything and we are not you think you are in control up to you do whatever you like but I'm telling you you are not in control whatever whatever and however you do it but God is God is in control of everything and everything and I mean everything God is absolutely sovereign God is mighty God is sovereign that's what we sang this morning and his glory will appear because he's sovereign sovereign means what sovereign is, is in perfect control the problem why we don't let God be God is we don't want a God who is in complete control of us we demand we want and demand free will and choices that will cater to our selfish needs you know I, we were discipling a couple on Friday when I shared with them about God being sovereign yeah but we have free will yeah sure and then you know and the moment she said I want free will the discussion bugs down and everything all hell broke loose really because people insist that they have free will yeah that's especially in America oh man that's my right I have a will and I it's my right 
you know, our society does not contribute one bit to us showing glory for God. It worsens the fact. So we want and demand free will and choices catering to our selfish ends. We want a God of our design. We want to put God in a box and say, this is a God I want. I want this God to bless me when I need it, but I want this God to let me off the hook if I'm sinning. I want this God to understand me and bring me to heaven. That's just the same, even if I'm a sinner. You know, everything that works for me, I want. Everything that doesn't work for me, oh, no, 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 don't, don't be God there, okay? So, guys, it doesn't work that way. The more you think that way, the more you will not see the glory of God or you will not reflect the glory of God in your life and the more your Christian life will become running in circles and mediocre, so to speak. How many of you would really like to have a, a blessed Christian life, a powerful Christian life where you will really enjoy God's presence in your life? I know you want to, but many of us, we don't know how. And I submit to you this morning, I want you to realize that we have to accept God as He is, not the God of our design and not the God who is manageable. God is not manageable. God manages you. It's not the other way around. We rebel, disobey, and show we are God ourselves in control of our lives. You know the result of that? Again, sin and disobedience. Because of this, consequently, we are God. Small letter G, we are God. You may not even know about it, but right now, if your mind is wandering somewhere and you are turning off to what you're hearing right now, you're actually acting as like you're God right now. You're not God. If you are God, then we do not let God be God. We take control of our lives and let not God be God. For example, there's George. He's in um, Isabella, Lake Isabella right now, so I can talk about him, okay? Um, he's not ready for marriage and children, but wants the pleasure of sex. Hmm. Indulges in sex, but when the girlfriend gets pregnant, what happens? <laughs> he tells the girlfriend, abort. Go to the abortion clinic, get rid of that. Ooh. All of a sudden, he acts as God, right? There's Cindy, the single adult follower of Jesus Christ approaching the borderline 40, and she's been praying for God's best since she was 16, okay? Hmm. And she wants to get married, right? Pero 40 na siya. Sarah, marayo ka pa doon, okay? Then comes Fred. Fred, he's guapo, but he's an unbeliever who likes her. God, I think I like this person, even though he's not a believer. You know, I will decide to be God today, so Cindy marries Fred. Every time it does not work for us, we what? We take over and be God. And in, this, in those two occasions, do you think God was glorified? In those two occasions, did the people who did that show the glory of God? Absolutely not. Why? Because they were God and not let God be God. Uh, there's Bert, a new believer, has been married to Karina for five years, but three children, 50 pounds after, Karina no longer appeals to Bert. Bert wants it quits and tells Karina, I'm divorcing you. I have another Wow, it's, it's just as casual as that, right? Dr. Ates, many people do it that way. You know, I deserve to be happy. You know, it's no, you're no longer, you know, I, you know, but God said, do not divorce. No, 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 no. In this case, God will understand. I am God. God set aside. Christian couple, Troy and Sonia, are gainfully employed. They give their tithe. They are so generous until Troy lost his job. What happens? Let's forget about God first, okay? Kasi wala na tayong pera, okay? See? Yeah, at first glance, nothing wrong with that because that's kind of a knee-jerk reaction to a 
a difficult situation. But what do they do? They, they disregard God and put God on the side and let themselves be God. Is God glorified? No. I can go on and on. Tonyo, a new D-group leader, has been very passionate about discipling his peers. But he was criticized but being too aggressive, pushy, and loving in his approach. What did he do? He forgot all about discipleship altogether and quit. Wow. Just like that? Yeah, because he cannot take criticisms and he, he thinks that God was the one who was not with him and God caused that. Hmm. Rudy, a hardworking and honest Christian who works for an unreasonable and appreciative, unappreciative boss who bullies and play politics. Parang I can see RD here, okay? Okay. You know, what does RD do? He goes and shoots the boss. Mm, patay. Mm. Right? Uh, uh, it's not RD actually. RD is actually praying for the boss right now. Because RD wants God to be God. Right, RD? <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you? As I look at you right now, what about you? Um, Mr. Tony Ong, what about you? What's your story of not letting God be God? I think all of us have. Come on, be honest. Right, Paula? There are times when Michael is not behaving properly and you want, you want to be God, right? You know, all of us have our own share. You know, of we don't let God be God. And I want you to grapple with that issue because that's right smack into the opposite of God, what God wants you to do. God wants you to let God be God. You know, many deny the absolute control and sovereignty of God. So, if you want to let the glory of God shine in you, what do you do? You have to first embrace that God is in absolute control and is sovereign. And if you don't understand the sovereign concept of God, you will just go around in circles. You know, I, I need two or three more messages to be able to talk about the sovereignty of God. But this morning, I'm just going to state it as a fact and what it is. Right? God is sovereign. God is in perfect control. They want God to do what they, what they want. And if, if, if God does not do them, they label God as what? KJ. They label God as unable. Oh, God forgot about me. God is not God. God is, you know, what do they say? God is unable to deliver on his promises to bless us and make us happy. Many times you do that, don't we? Especially if we're disappointed with God. How many of you are disappointed with God? Many times you're disappointed because God did not do what you wanted to do as God. You wanted this, you never got it. In fact, you lost it. What do you do? You blame God. God is unable to deliver. Therefore, God is powerless. Oh, you quick, you're so quick to label anything that does not serve you. Unable to deliver on his promises to bless you and make you happy. You know, in, in the passage we read, Romans 9, it says, Well then, has God failed to fulfill his promises to the Jews? Isn't that pretty much the same? You know, God promised something to his chosen people. But, you know, the people, the Jews were not experiencing what God promised them. And you know what, what are they saying? Is, is this a sign that God is not powerful enough to deliver what he promised? Guys, God is so powerful. He's almighty. He will be able to deliver everything and anything he promised us. Many times we're the one who refuse to believe that because our agenda has not been served. Mm. Many deny the absolute control or, or sovereignty of God. This is a true fact about many people, but sorry guys, I, would, I, will, I, want, I will disappoint you because the fact is this, without sovereignty, God cannot be God. What does sovereignty mean? Total control of everything. If there is one molecule that God does not control, believe me, God ceases to be God. One molecule. And I would like you to think about this, that God is in complete control of everything. Whatever you're going through now, 
Whatever you're going through, you're probably facing a challenge where you know you cannot have children. You're you're facing a challenge where your 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 husband seems not to be changing, or your children are so rebellious, or your bo- whatever. You are you're facing the odds, and you think that you know God is not with you. Hey, don't think that God resigned, or don't God, God don't think that God forgot about you. No, He is still in perfect control of all things. And he wants you to understand something. First, accept that I am God and let God be God. Then you will glorify him with what will happen next. No sovereignty, no God. No sovereignty, no God. No perfect control, no God. Do you believe in God? Yes or no? Say it louder, please. Do you believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Do you believe in the God of the Bible? then you better believe he's in complete control of everything. Because the moment you don't believe that, then you don't believe in God. You say you believe in God, but, you know, mm, not in this. Therefore, you say there's no God at all. There's no if as far as that is concerned. God is not God without sovereignty. Guys, sorry, but God is sovereign. That's why he's God. The sooner you accept that, the better off we are. Sorry. Right? Look at Daniel 4.35. All the inhabitants of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he wishes. Woo! I wish I were this, but I'm not. With the army of heaven and with those who inhabit the earth. No one slaps his hand and say to him, what have you done? <laughs> you know, God does as he wishes. And then in Ephesians 1.11, also, we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to his purpose. We have been predestined according to his purpose who works all things after the counsel of his will. Not because of what you know and not because of what you do or what you deserve. Nothing to do with that. It's all about his plan. It's all about his purpose. And many of us think, I have my plan. I will take care of achieving my plan. Go ahead. Right? You can pursue it. But you know, God is still in control. Believe me, he will be what you said, what he said you will be. Mm. Now you're getting uncomfortable. Okay? Is, 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 is God really like that? Yep. God is like that. You know? Look at this statement. God, from all eternity, did by the most wise and holy counsel of his own will, freely and unchangeably ordain whatever comes to pass. Hmm. This is deep. And this is part of the Westminster Declaration of Faith. Okay? It says, God, from all eternity, meaning before you were even created, did by the most wise and holy counsel of his own will, freely and unchangeably ordain whatever comes to pass. I'm so glad we're few. If I'm going to confuse a few, puede pa. Okay? But if I'm going to convince a few, I will have you guys to convince the others. Let God be God. If we let God be God, we will embrace the fact that God is sovereign. Sovereign God means this. He initiates, he follows through and realizes his purpose in his timing and in his ways. He initiates, he follows through, he realizes his purpose and his timing in his timing and in his ways. In other words, he does what he pleases, when he pleases, how he pleases, with whoever he pleases, according to his plans and purpose. Have you got a say? Have you got a say? Lakasan naman. Some of you don't like that because you want to have a say and you want to have a free will, right? Hmm. Romans 9, for God had promised, next year I will give you and Sarah a son. You know the story, right? Sarah was barren, and Abraham was how many years old? 100 years old. It was impossible for them to bear children, in other words. 
right? But what does God say? Next year, I will give you and Sarah a son. Huh. Huh. What happened? Abraham laughed, right? And years later, when his son Isaac was grown up and married, Rebekah, his wife, was about to bear him twin children. God told her that Esau, the child born first, would be a servant to Jacob, hmm. his twin brother. In other words, in the words of the scripture, I chose to bless Jacob, but not Esau, before they were born, right? Before they were born, Esau was dead. <laughs> Jacob was blessed. They weren't even given a chance to do anything or say anything. How sovereign is that? How complete control is that? And God said this before the children were born, before they had done anything, either good or bad. This proves that God was doing what he had decided from the beginning. It was not because of what the children did, but because of what God wanted. Guys, this is what you call sovereign election and choice. God chose it before they can even do anything. Question, was God being unfair? Paul says, of course not. Paul says, no way is God being unfair because he's sovereign. For God had said to Moses, look at what God said to Moses. I want to be kind to someone. If I want to be kind to someone, I will. And I will take pity on anyone I want to. That's, that's a God who's in complete control, guys. And so God's blessings are not given just because someone decides to give them or to have them or works hard to get them. They are given because God takes pity on those he wants to question is, does God have pity on you? We better be. Because if God doesn't have pity on you or have mercy on you, hey, I'm sorry. Whether you think, whether or not you think, does not depend on whether or not you think. It depends on what God thinks and what God is. Example, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, was an example of this fact. For God told him he had given him the kingdom of Egypt for the very purpose of what? displaying the awesome power of God against him so that all the world would hear about God's glorious name. So you see, God is kind to some just because he wants to be and he makes some refuse to listen. Huh. Tessa. Hmm. Again, God from all eternity did by the most wise and holy counsel of his own will freely and unchangeably ordain whatsoever come to pass. Yes or no? Uh, I don't think you really believe it, okay? You know, I know you're still struggling, okay? But I'm going to make it even harder for you, okay? Believe me, because the, the, the harder we are on ourselves to understand this, the better off we are. DNA. Deonexirobinucleic acid, whatever. That's a DNA. You know, God ordained and predestined this. Yes or no? Every single one of us have a different DNA. Okay? What determines who you are? And I would like to submit to you that God ordained this and predetermined this from eternity time. The DNA of Tony is this. The DNA of Danny is this. That's why he's very tall. Okay? You see that? I'm very tall. Okay? My DNA is my DNA. God ordained this long time ago. And I cannot question that. Right? When children are born and you're happy with your kids, God ordained this. If you have twins, God ordained it. Okay? If you have a Down syndrome, God ordained it. Right? God planned it for you. Right? What else? If you are a happy people, helping people because there is, there is a wonderful fellowship in this place, God ordained it. God chose you to become part of CCFLA. God ordained it. Right? The people are there in Lake Isabella now. While you are here, God ordained it. And God already predestined that whether you like it or not. No, 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 but I chose to be here because I don't like toilets. I don't like, I don't like places where there are no toilets. Yeah, you think, but God preordained that, guys. The sooner you know that, the better off you are. The sooner you know that, the more you will let God be God. Happy people, God ordained and predestined this. What about Malaysian Airlines 17? 
God ordained and make this happen. Oh, you say, mm, that's bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who do you think caused that? Satan? He probably did, by the way. But did God not know about it? Oh, pastor, you know, you, God allowed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If God allowed it, then who caused it? If God cannot cause things, then he's not in control. Right? Uh, right? Baby is already looking at me like that. Mm. Look at those people, miserable as they are. God ordained and predestined this, whether you like it or not. Because God is sovereign. God is in complete control. Guys, 298 died in Ukraine. And still, they don't know what's happening and they're talking about it and who caused it and everything like that. Guys, for Christians like us, who know about a sovereign God, God ordained that for a purpose and for a reason. What about the shooting in Santa Barbara where six kids died just like that? God ordained and predestined this. I can see your discomfort. You know, I, I thought God is, God is good and I, it's not evil. Yeah. But believe me, if God has no control of Satan, then he's not God. God allowed Satan, yeah, but God knew from the very beginning what Satan will do and he caused that because he has a purpose bigger than what we can think of. What about Yolanda? Did God cause this too? Yes, he did. He preordained everything, good and bad. What about 9-11? Really? Yeah. The rebels or the, the, the what do you call that? The, the terrorists thought that they were the one causing it. But trust me, a sovereign God ordained this and allowed this to happen for a purpose and for a reason to accomplish his purpose. Remember, if one molecule is not under the control of God, then he is not God. That is the doctrine of sovereignty. And the sooner we understand this, the effect on this to us is what? We will let God be God. <laughs> I don't know with you, but I will feel good about a God who controls everything, and especially if that God is my dad, especially if that God is my father, especially if that God says, I will pick you and make you Christ-like until you are glorified into my kingdom. I like that because I know 200, you know, 200 people jumped to their death and I think there are about 3,000 people dead living a trail of hurt and pain, so ugly and so bad indeed. But again, a sovereign God ordained and predestined this. I'm sticking my neck out here because if you don't understand this and you say, you know, uh, um, the, devil, the devil did that and you know, no, 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 you're, you're, you're going you're, you're gonna to reject that God is in complete control. The sooner you understand this, the better. God ordained this. The Down syndrome of Eliza. Where's Eliza? Where's not Eliza? Is here. Edwin. Where's Edwin? Edwin's not here. Okay. The untimely death of Pastor Danny. Okay. Uh, Danny Salvador. Those of you who know Mike, the, the father of, Dan, of, of, of Mike is Pastor Danny. He died in his 50s because of, sin, because of a kidney complication. Did God ordain that? Yes. But he has a purpose for that. The rape of the daughter of Pastor Peter Tanchi. You know the story of that, uh, right? Many of you know that. You know you know, story of, of joy, right? Pastor Peter and Diana were teaching the Bible. And his daughter, and their daughter was raped. So what do you say? God was not in control? No. God was in perfect control. Because he wants a purpose accomplished. And you know, if you look back now, what happened to joy? Huh? Take a look at what Joy is doing right now, right? Many times you don't understand, but we, we're not supposed to be able to explain everything. No, we don't. We just have to let God be God, right? You know, Leon and I, my neighbor, we plant 
we plant many uh, shrubs. And of course, when we plant, every day we look at it, okay? You know why I look at it every day? Because I want it to grow, okay? As if my looking will help, okay? You know? You know, I said, let God be God. Lalabasyan. That will bloom, right? And Leon, will, my neighbor, is to say, no, let, let, let it be, okay? Let it be, let it be. He keeps doing like that. Death of a young Lazalite by the name of Julio Servando in a frat hazing, 18 years old. You know? The father of that man is so bitter, okay? And yet, you know, I discovered when he was being interviewed on television, he said, no, you know, it's okay. I'm bitter, but God will be the one to take care of those murderers, okay? You see, they accept God as God, but in the process, they don't let God be God in everything, right? And that many times we are like that. And because of that, we forfeit glorifying God. The cancer of Nanay Lucy. Test. God ordained and predestined this. Test. The sooner you see that God is in complete control, then you will begin to really honor God and say, God, if you can cause this, hmm, I know you have good purpose for me, you can also take this away. That's the power of God. God has a purpose behind every problem. Sorry, as much as we want to take control of our situations, given our selfish desires and prideful orientation, guys, we are not in control. Only God is in control. He is God completely, 100%, not 89%, not 99.9%, but 100%. Perfect control over all that happens in the universe. And I don't know with you, I like a God like that. Don't you? Especially if that God knows me by name. Alex? But if that God doesn't know me by name and I, I reject him, man, you better be ready for what he has in store for you. The sooner you know that, the more you will let God be God. I will repeat this statement. God from all eternity did by most wise and holy counsel of his own will freely and unchangeably ordain whatsoever come to pass. CCF, do you believe this statement? You know, if you say I don't believe and I doubt, you are an atheist. If you say that God is not in complete control, you, are, you better declare yourself as an atheist. This is radical, guys. If you do not believe that statement because you are making exceptions, oh yeah, here okay, here okay. No, you are not admitting the existence of an almighty God, El Shaddai, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Moses. Accepting God's sovereignty is to let God be God. You know, there's a story, Babe Ruth, you know, the, uh, Romy, who's Babe Ruth? The baseball player, right? Uh, record holder. And he was, he was playing in one of the series. And then there is this umpire called Babe Pinelli. Okay? He ruled a strike on Babe Ruth. Okay? So Babe Ruth, uh, the crowd booed with sharp disapproval. And Babe Ruth turned to the umpire and said this. He said, there's 40,000 people out there who know that the last pitch was a ball. Tomato head. Okay? That's what he said. Okay? And then the cool umpire said, huh, maybe so, babe, but mine is the opin only opinion that counts. Guys, you may be Babe Ruth complaining of what's happening in your life today and you don't like what what the world is throwing at you or what other people are saying. June, only the opinion of God counts. Let God be God. Letting God be God is trusting in God alone. Trust in yourself. You are doomed to disappointment. Someone said this. Trust in your friends. They will die and leave you. <laughs> Trust in reputation. 
some slanderous tongue may blast it. But trust in God and you are never to be confounded in time or eternity. You know who said this? Moody. A great man of God. A great man of faith. Letting God be God is trusting God, trusting in God alone. Folks, place your faith and trust in the promise of God and God alone. And he will not only save us or save you, but sanctify you as well and make you the person that he said he will do as he promised in his divine plan, in his divine sovereign plan and will. Do you believe that? If you believe that, then, you know, you can say this. What Luther said, I have held many things in my hands and I have lost them all. But whatever I have placed in God's hands, at that I still possess. Wow. Let God be God. When you say let God be God, let go. Let God. What are you holding on right now that's preventing you from showing God's glory in your life? Let that go. You are, you are not glorifying God. Let it go. Fully surrender is all you need. Just fully surrender. You know, fully surrender is a sign of weakness, isn't it? You know, you look like, you know, ah, yeah, yeah, you, don't have a, you don't have a backbone to fight. No. As far as God is concerned, if there's, only, if there's a person that you need to fully surrender to, it's God. The rest, it's up to you. But to God, don't resist. Just let God be God and fully surrender. Let, let the master planner accomplish his plans in and through you. My last point is this, and I will close. If you let God be God, if you let God, if you let go and let God, then you are fully surrendered to obey God in all that he commands, including those that are not easy to obey, those demanding selflessness and humility from you. You will be able to do the impossible if you let God be God. You will be blessed as you will see God keeps his promise and his covenant with you. And I keep always saying to the people that I am discipling, Romans 8.28, all things will work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. If God is not sovereign, if God is not powerful, if God does not control everything, can he say this to us? I don't think so. I don't think he can deliver. But if God is sovereign and he controls everything, everything, good and bad, I believe he can turn everything to your favor because he is sovereign if you just let God be God. Romans 9.33 said, those who trust in God or those who believe in Jesus will not be disappointed. Guys, you will not be disappointed. God made you and he will carry you. God made you and he will carry you. The believers of CCFLA declare the glory of God. The CCF believers, when seen by people, people will say, wow, because they know that in the lives of the people here in this place, there is a God who rules, and that God is glorious, that God is mighty, and that God is powerful. You might say, yeah, but Danny, I can see your passion, but I still don't understand it. It still doesn't make sense to me, this, this, this sovereign thing. Well, I have one, one suggestion, and perhaps this illustration will help. There are many things in the Bible that you will not understand. There are many things in the Bible that seem to be paradoxes and conflict, okay? But just because they are seemingly conflicting doesn't mean that they're not true. They are true. There are certain things that are just beyond us and we will never be able to understand that. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, the secret things belong to God. There are certain things that we will never, never fully understand. But this is my encouragement to you. Maliva Einstein, the wife of Albert Einstein, the scientist who, what, invented the theory of relativity, 
E is equals to mc squared. I don't even know what that means. Somebody asked Meliva Einstein this question. Mrs. Einstein, do you understand the theory of relativity? You know what Mrs. Einstein said? No, but I know Albert and he can be trusted. We may not fully understand God's sovereign and divine plan. But can I suggest something? We know God and God can be trusted. If you're here right now and you don't know God and therefore you cannot trust God, maybe this is a time for you to get down on your knees in your heart and say, God, I don't understand. I want to know you and I want to let you be God of my life, to let God be God.